Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. It is day 600. Can you believe it? 600 of these episodes I've done. I can't believe it. When I started this thing, I genuinely believed that 66 days would be it for me. But instead, we're here. 600 days deep, baby. And I'm feeling real good about it. And on the 600th episode, I decided to offer not only an extended episode, but also a video element that you can tune into at youtube.com slash juliemerica. If you are tuning into the video version, you can also listen to this anywhere you listen to podcasts at Make Your Damn Bed Podcast. For the very special extended 600th episode, I figured I would go over some of my favorite and most meaningful moments from the last 600 episodes and put my own new spin on them. And the first thing that I thought of when thinking about this is that our mindset is so incredibly important and it can be the thing that empowers us or disempowers us depending on how we look at shit and how we respond to things. And in reality, our 
only sense of control that we actually have on our environment, experience, and the world around us is in our reactions to things and how we respond. And if we can pause and take a moment to think and consider how we want to respond and make it intentional and present, rather than just reactive and impulsive, we can really change the game for ourselves, not only in our mental health, but also in the way that we feel going forward. Another lesson that I feel like it's important to kind of harp on a little bit is that acceptance is very different than approval. And we have to get comfortable accepting things that happen to us, even things that we don't agree with or approve of. And that doesn't mean that we can't set boundaries around those things or learn valuable lessons about the people that are in our lives or move on from that. It just means that just because you are accepting a situation as it is currently does not mean that you are approving of that type of situation in the future. And I think that there is such a an important distinction that I have had to come to terms with that just because I am comfortable accepting that current things aren't going well for me right now, that does not mean that they will never go well for me again or that I'm stuck in this just because I'm coming to terms with that's the reality, right? If I'm unable to acknowledge where I am here and now, then I'm never going to feel comfortable moving forward from that. So actually, it's even more empowering to recognize and accept everything that's happening to you in your current state so that you can actively address where you'd like to go in the future, which brings me to my next favorite lesson that I think that I've harped on a lot is the fact that you have to learn who you are first. You need to spend some quality time understanding your values, what makes you feel inherently good, intrinsically motivated, what gets you fired up, what laurels you stand for, you know? And you need to think about all of those things as a whole so you can identify those values so that you can set and identify boundaries with not only other people but also yourself so you can consistently show up as that person that aligns with those values. It truly makes life so so much easier when you figure out who you are and what direction you want to go and instead of just flailing and grabbing at what approaches you have a sense of direction you are bridging a gap so it gives you such a sense of purpose and control over your destination right instead of having to stop every few minutes to ask for directions you know where you're going and that to me is such a relieving feeling that it takes a lot of the pressure of the timelines of the expectations and of everyone else's judgment off. I also find that there's such a value in being patient and waiting and allowing that time that is more low-key, and I call it downtime, to be nourishing and restful and not something that is like shameful or rushed or you feel like you're impatient. If you can learn to find peace in the peace, there is such a value to that and you'll start to realize how much time you wasted not showing up as yourself in the past. Because to me, I think a very valuable lesson that I've learned this past few years is that who I show up consistently as is me. No matter what I tell myself, no matter how I deny it, if I'm smoking weed every day, I have to admit that to myself that that's my consistent habit and that I'm probably more of a stoner than a worker outer. Unless I'm smoking weed and working out, in which case we can and will do both, okay? But I think my point here is I have to recognize that there is sometimes a disconnect in who I'd like to show up consistently 
consistently as versus who I have been showing up consistently as. And oftentimes in that disconnect, I can feel some shame or denial or even some anger at my past self for not showing up in the capacity that I thought I should be or not being perfect. But here's the thing, self-help should never be about perfection. We've said it a million times and I'll say it a million more. You can get stuck in the trap of reading all the books and uprooting all the trauma and seeing all the types of therapists there are, but the real work comes from the actionable things that you do to better your life, right? I mean, unless you're becoming a psychiatrist or a psychologist of some sort, the self-help books are meant to better your real life, not just your education on the matter. Because no matter how informed we become, unless we put that information into action, it's kind of worthless. It does make us wiser, but sometimes it can actually add a whole nother level of shame, overwhelm, intimidation, and fear of beginning because you're too scared to start because now you have all of this weight on the education and it feels like more work rather than just going out living your life and addressing issues as they arise so that you can respond to them rather than react to them, which is a major lesson that I've harped on a million times and I'm gonna continue harping, baby. This is me harping. And another valuable lesson that I've learned in these 600 episodes is the fact that if I want to do it all, I will not do it well, or I will be miserable in the process. There is often very little stretches of window where I can do it all. But to me, balance will always overpower and outweigh the act of doing it all. Like if I can balance everything a little bit more uniformly and structurally soundly and build a foundation that is intuitive and adjusting to my energy levels, my moods, my experiences, and my current surroundings, that has helped a lot in recognizing that I don't need to keep every plate spinning all the time as long as I can keep the important ones going and I can replace those when the need arises. When I get tired of spinning this one, I can set it down for a while and not every plate has to be spinning 24 seven typically. And if it does, then maybe outsourcing and asking for help or getting comfortable understanding where I am losing some of that gusto or intrinsic motivation that I referenced earlier. And remember that we can make space for things that we want by releasing the things that no longer serve us or that we don't want. And the act of releasing is very difficult, but to me, it comes right after identifying what needs to be released. And that can sometimes be even more difficult. Recognizing what are the things holding you back? What are those limiting beliefs that you have been buying into for so long that have been having you internally resist to the things that you wanna go for or achieve or set for yourself? What are the things that seem like too much work or too difficult or just not the right timing right now that you've been putting off? And what are the excuses you've been making for it? What are the reasons you can't show up? And they might be valuable excuses that are valid, right? But it's important to recognize them so that you can work on addressing those so that they don't eat away at you. Because to me, the regret of not doing something that you've wanted to do your whole life will be far more painful than the experience of getting out of your comfort zone and maybe failing for a while or maybe sucking for a while. And by remembering that motivation in general is trash and inconsistent, so momentum is your best bet for getting 
getting anywhere. If you think about it, the first time that you rode the bus was probably terrifying, but then it quickly becomes a part of your daily routine and you don't even think about it. Things that were once very intimidating become autopilot by creating momentum and doing them consistently over time. Build up your wisdom, your confidence, and your comfort level by showing up for yourself in the direction of the things that you value and would like to head towards. And start small because it's about consistency over time, which is much easier to build up rather than sustain if you go in full hog, right? <laughs> life is a lifelong masterpiece, a lifelong creation. You've got the whole freaking time to do whatever you want with it. Take your time. Let that downtime be part of it. Remember that when you plant seeds, all you're gonna see is a bunch of shit and a bunch of dirt and a bunch of bugs for a long time, right? And you have to be patient and you have to tend to it, but not over tend, don't overtill, don't overwork the land, just understand your foundations, plant the seeds that you'd like to plant in the direction that you'd like them to grow, and learn from there. Have the confidence that you'll be able to confront or approach whatever challenges may end up approaching or challenging you and you're gonna be just fine. Because the thing is, you have already shown up for yourself in the past. And while we're always anxious about the future, stay in the present to avoid that anxiety from taking over. Because when you stay in the present, you'll feel much more prepared and in control to address things as they do arise. Because the more we worry about the harvest, the more we realize we're investing a whole lot of work for one day that may or may not end up the way we wanted it to. And while harvest day is incredible, and we love sharing our crops with the community, it is about the lessons we learned along the way. Wow, that was hella cheesy. I knew this one was going to be a little cheesy considering I wrote down a bunch of my favorite quotes from the ones I could remember and all I kept thinking about was that this is going to feel like I'm just listing a bunch of cliches but sometimes that's exactly what we need to feel validated. They're cliches for a reason, right? <laughs> so in my final thoughts, remember that rest is fucking productive. You're doing a good job even when you're chilling. Your body needs balance. And remember that you can't do it all, but you can do everything that you'd like. If you pick a lane, stay in that lane for a while and be open to failing. Because in my opinion, failing is just a lesson in disguise. And if you can get comfortable failing or not doing well at something, you will find such ease and comfort and all of the magic that life has to offer, which exists right outside of your comfort zone. Hell yeah, we nailed this cliche episode and I love it. I love y'all so stinking much. I hope you take care of yourself and I'll talk to you tomorrow for a regular normal paced episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Bye cutie. See you tomorrow for 601. Can't wait. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.